Welcome to the Fit Aviators Club podcast, where aviation, fitness, and mindset meet to improve the balance of your health and quality of life in aviation. This is your host, Fernando Contreras, and let's get to it. everybody welcome back to the fit aviators club podcast and in today's episode today's show we have a really cool pilot who is joining us today his name is ben falk and he flies for a regional airline ben welcome to the show hey thanks fernando glad to be here man yeah awesome finally we get to make this uh, episode happen um tell me a little bit about yourself man how did you get to uh aviation and wh- where you are now and what you what your goals are for the long-term career yeah, man. So after high school, kind of played a little uh, junior hockey uh, down in Nashville and a couple other spots throughout the country. And then uh, got my private pilot and then went through ATP flight school to get all my ratings and then got through pretty quick. And then uh, I chose my airline back in uh, February of 2018. And then, uh, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a fun ride ever since. Wow. That's, that's, that's awesome, man. So you, you grew up playing sports, huh? Yep. Grew up playing hockey my whole life and multiple sport athlete during high school and all growing up. Cool. Cool. And, um, how did that, how did that, uh, I guess with the habits that you have now, obviously you, you, you incorporate fitness very well into your lifestyle as a pilot, but, uh, do you think that those habits as growing up as an athlete, uh, where do, how do you see those play into your lifestyle today? Or, or is it something completely different that you just are now doing? Yeah, I mean, uh, growing up playing sports, you know, it was just kind of, I was, you know, I was gifted as an athlete and mm-hmm. I, you know, got very good opportunities and I was very blessed with the opportunities I did have. Um, but yeah, I guess my, my work ethic is something that has transitioned from sports into flying and then also into what I do now to keep myself in shape because obviously I don't have two hour practices followed up by, you know, an hour <laughs> and a half of lifting, right? So I'm not burning 4,000 calories a day anymore, you know? Right. Totally. It's, it's a whole different dynamic. And and I relate to that because I also did play sports all my life growing up and I kind of still want to incorporate sports in my life. And that's one of the main reasons why I train, but I think you hit the nail right in the head where all that, um, those habits that you create while you're growing up playing sports, you develop these habits that you can carry on in any part of your, of your life. And you're doing an awesome job doing it with your career as, as a pilot. And so you've been in with the regional airlines for how long now? It's been about four and a half years. I've uh, been in, and I didn't really find my stride uh, with aviation and fitness until probably the last couple of years here. Right. So I, I kind of want to know, how did you, you know, coming from a background where you had gym facilities ample places to train, ample time to train, uh, and not dealing with such crazy schedules. How did you, how did that transition come to you? Did you find it to be easy? What were some of the challenges that you found to get you to that optimal training that you're at now? I would say it was a very slow transition for me. It didn't happen. It wasn't a snap of the fingers overnight. And, um, I didn't have, you know, the same athletic ability. I was when my transition from, before aviation to aviation to the airlines, I, I the gym wasn't really a uh, 
a thing for me back in, you know, 2016 to 2017, I was focused on getting my hours and getting to the airline. Um, and so I wasn't too focused on it. So now um, I got to the airlines and I was like, hey, we need to start getting into shape. We got to start, you know, um, getting myself together. So the, it was a very slow process. It was, all right, let's, let's start getting to the gym a couple of times a week while we're on the road. So you know, moving some dumbbells around and not really understanding what I was, I knew what I was doing, but I didn't have like a structured program of like, hey, we need to do this, this, and this. So um, it started off with just, you know, doing a little bit of cardio, doing some abs, and then throwing some dumbbells around. And then, and then it was finding a, a coach, which I was very fortunate. My brother-in-law is a personal trainer at a gym close by to where I live. And so on my off days, I'd go train with him and they had, he wrote a program for me. And then we got, I would take that program and then kind of try to incorporate it into my, in when I was on my layovers. Because obviously, as you know, we're not always dealing with the best gyms out there when we're out on the road and we have to make do with what we got. So, um, yeah, I would just kind of, I would tailor my workouts um, from my program to what I had available to me. That's, that's awesome. That's really good. I think for everybody, everybody has to have this very slow transition, right? Because like you said, it's not with the snap of a finger that we can just transition from an everyday athletic lifestyle to an aviation lifestyle. It's, there's, there's so many for obstacles sure. that, you know, it, just the fact that your, your body is going through different pressure and temperature changes in the regional airlines about three to five times a day. Yeah. That, that already, as you know, like it takes a toll on your body. Your performance is a whole lot less. Um, but re needless of the fact, I think that what you did to transition, how you started saying you did cardio and core for the beginning, it's those little tiny habits that just get you to the long-term goal, right? And, and here That's you cool. are now in super optimal fitness where you're crushing it, you know, in your exercises and also in, in your, in your career as well, because you, you transition from being an, an uh, a line pilot to now being a sim check airman, right? How yep. can, how do you, how do you um, balance or how would you describe that the transition is between being in the actual line and exercising and then also being in the sim instructing and then coming, getting to do some exercises because in the line, you can only have one or two flights, but in the sim, you're in there, right? Like almost eight hours a day, two, two groups of students, you know, four hours each, right? Yeah. So our, the way our sims work is um, it's actually a, a pretty cush lifestyle my quality of life. I haven't had like this in probably eight years. It's been crazy. How I, I'm home every night. So our sims are uh, right where I live and it's, it's actually not, I wouldn't categorize it as like a nine to five because we're it's about six hours worth of sim that we're in there for. So okay. two students um, at a time, and then um, they each get two hours of pilot flying, pilot monitoring, and reverse roles, and then um, the other person gets to fly on most lessons. So with that, um, transitioning from the line, obviously hotel workouts, things of that nature, to being home every night which is pretty much unheard for most pilots <laughs> yeah. which you know it's, it's, a, it's a pipe dream for most of us right um yeah. i'm home every night so that has been that's given me the ability uh to 
dive a little bit deeper into my fitness and kind of dedicate myself more to it because before aviation like fitness and everything that was that was my life that's what I enjoyed doing but as you probably know um, when you start flying that kind of takes over your life getting your hours and getting to where you want to be yeah for sure I think that uh that it's uh it's very nice to be able to be at home and and get that extra you know, when you're on the road, it's, it's the small amounts of the different amounts of weights, what you can do, you have to really, really get creative. It's nice to have that certainty of that you're home every night and you get to go to your actual gym because you have a specific goal now, right? You're, you're going towards something specific and that specific thing is you're now getting into physique competition, right? Tell me how long, yep. how, how long have you been doing that for? Um, yeah. So I started, I, when 2022 came around, I was like, I was, I was kind of getting a little bit bored with, you know, with my workouts. I'm like, I've always been goal driven and goal oriented. Like, I'm like, what am I doing this for? And mm -hmm. so my, my thought process was like, Hey, we got this new position. I started this position back um, last summer. And then um, I've kind of seen the results I've been getting. And so um, I reached out to a buddy of mine and said, Hey, I'm kind of, I, he's a bodybuilder. And and physique uh, class and I'm like hey dude like you want to point me in a direction like what should I do and he's like dude you need to get a coach and I'm like you're right I have no idea what I'm doing <laughs> yeah. right and, and that goes with anything in fitness right if you're fresh into it like you don't know what you're doing get a coach 100 um, it's going to be worth it down the line um but yeah so I started physique uh we started a bulk back in February towards the end of February because I had to go out west and go snowboarding and stuff so I knew I wouldn't be able to stay dedicated to a diet and workouts and stuff while I was during the season so towards the end of February that's when we're like beginning of March um got with my coach and we had a conversation about hey how what are we going to do and so we were like hey let's at the beginning of March let's let's start rolling with this um, so I've got a meal plan, um, workout plan. I work out with my coach about two times a week right now um, okay. at his gym. And yeah, it's been, uh, it's, it's been a crazy ride so far. I bet, man, I, I have total admire for everybody who competes in that because the amount of time that it takes, the dedication, the also just kind of almost perfecting every single movement through an exercise it's really important and i think you know you're very goal oriented like you mentioned and, and you're probably i don't know if you're doing this because you just wanted to change it up but in terms of what a, a bodybuilding is uh i don't see it more of like on the physical side for like let me see what like let me see all your muscles show and everything i see it more of like if you're really dedicating the time to developing muscle you're actually taking the time to work on your body on the inside, right? You're really developing these muscles so that every part of your body has a proper posture, right? Absolutely. And I'm sure with the coach, and this is how it is when I train my clients and everything, my main thing is that you have proper posture, proper technique while you're doing all these movements through through your exercise. So I think that that's, that's a really cool aspect that I you know, I've never done bodybuilding or physique training or anything like that. I've seen the, what people have to go through and the, what they do, and it's totally admirable. I don't think it's something that I would personally would want to do, but 
it's, I see a huge, like different aspect than what most people relate physique competition for, you know, not the physical aspect, but what are you, how are you like really developing everything inside you, like those muscles in your body to not only give you proper form, but also injury prevention, right? Cause you're doing it to the right technique. Is that what kind of what you feel when you, when you go through these workouts? Yeah. So it's, it's been a learning process. It's not the same type of lifting as it is like, Hey, we're just, we're going to throw weight around. We're going to, we're going to try to see how much we can bench. And it's more, it's a lot more body mind connection is what I've been learning so far. I've only been doing this for two, three months now. And I've been doing stuff I've never done in my past. You talked about in your previous podcast, you know, tempo, right. With concentric, eccentric movements, um, things of that nature. And right. I've never really been a person to do those kind of movements, right? And it's just been, let's pull it down and then let's press it back up. Like that's all, that's all I was ever worried about, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a lot of body mind connection and understanding that when you're, you're flexing certain muscles to do certain movements with the bar, we're not honestly just focusing on that muscle group. We've got to worry about our posture. We got to make sure the feet are planted into the ground, lats are engaged. Everything's working all in one solid unit while we're still focusing on that one muscle group. That's, that's very interesting. I think that that's really cool. Um, how you, you know, you're learning something else. And I think that that's part of the journey in fitness or in anything that you want to do is that you continue to learn. And I think a little of the, a lot of the misconnect that people have with fitness and flying and everything is that their, their knowledge is very limited. And so you get bored, right? That's why you wanted to change. That's exactly why yeah. you wanted to make a change. And, and now it's cool because you're going to experience something that you haven't experienced before. You're going to learn so many things that you can, even after you're done doing physiques, let's say you only do this once and you're like, okay, that was great. There are so many things that you learn from that. So you can apply later on because your career is, I don't know how old you are, but it's probably going to be like a 30, 35 year career, right? For you, you're like what? 20, 26, 27? I'm 26. 26. Okay. So damn, that's, that's going to be great. You're not going to be doing bodybuilding for the rest of your career. Right. So yeah. there's going to be great aspects that you're going to be taking out of this and to apply it into your, your, your fitness as you, as you go on. And, and that goes for every type of, of exercising that you, that you, you get into. No, I, I know some Absolutely. people, they, they take the whole thing with CrossFit, even though I'm not a fan of CrossFit, CrossFit, right dude, with, I, I do right there not, <laughs> I'm just like, Oh dude. But anyways, uh, yeah, you may learn something from there that very minimal that you could apply for the long term. Right. For I think, sure. I think CrossFit is a very short term, uh, just, uh, means of, of exercising. I think that the amount of pulling and joint movement that's involved in that it's a little bit too much for a long-term sustainability um yeah so but man that's that's really cool so how does how has your nutrition uh, changed since you got into the airline right talk to me like yep. when you first started talk to me about how you meal prepped was meal prepping even a thing for you and tell me what it is like now yeah uh meal prepping was definitely not a thing uh, it was you know those uh, it was, you know, hotel breakfast and grabbing some lunch uh, throughout the day and then hopefully grabbing something uh, either by the hotel or before I got to the, to the final layover. Um, but then, you know, I saw, I'm like, this is not sustainable. One, like, not the healthiest options out there. And two, it's just, you know, I was a young kid. I was 22 years old, still living with mom and dad's. And um, I had to, you know, I had to budget myself and make sure I was, you know, 
get myself so I save enough money so I can get out of my mom and dad's place. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then so it once I figured out what the airline lifestyle was like, and it took a couple months, and it's like, all right, now we need to start prepping because I was, um, you know, I I did the whole crash pad life where you know sat and commuted out for reserve and sat in the crash pad, and well, what am I gonna do? Um, so yeah, I'd say. Then I started meal prepping. Um, I didn't really have a game plan back then. I just kind of like put some stuff together and had my 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 meats, my vegetables, and and some carbs in there once in a while. Maybe some sandwiches. And, you know, I may do. It was it wasn't entirely healthy. It's not to the point what I do now, but yeah. it was definitely again. It's that slow transition of trying to figure out what it is that I need to do right along with fitness and, and nutrition. Like both was it was a constant. Um, slow process so now um i probably for the last couple of years i when i meal prep i we've had conversations over instagram about it where i keep cook up all my food and i individually package it up into vacuum seal bags um, and after i vacuum seal them um, i put the majority of them in the in the freezer so they stay fresh because i was running into some issues you know for a four or five day trip day four day five that's kind of when things can start smelling a little bad you know yeah um it's yeah. like it doesn't stay as fresh so and it saves a bunch of room too when you when i vacuum seal all my stuff because i bring one thing of tupperware and then i pack everything else tight and i'm good to go um and so even since when i started doing that it's changed immensely because now um i'm on a very strict diet um not uh, I'm on a strict diet of, I eat about 4,000 calories a day right now. Wow. And uh, uh, I just went on a, a trip recently to Hawaii. Yeah. And so I was just on a vacation. It was a quick two-day trip. And um, I packed a little bit differently for that. I didn't vacuum seal my stuff because I knew I was going to be out of house and just keep everything in the fridge. So that was my first time the other day packing food for 4,000 calories a day. <laughs> Holy crap. Dude, that's, that's nuts. Room, man. Yeah, Dude, it's, that is it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fuck. I, doing, doing almost 3,000 calories is hard. So I don't even know how to get even, you know, 4,000 in a four day trip. I mean, you have to, like, if you were back on the line, you would have to go out to a restaurant or something to at least yeah. something healthy, but calorie wise, get, get you up there. But yeah. that's it's, I, I'm a three bag person when it comes to those those stuff uh, yeah. those with calories. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's that's insane. Do you uh do you in order to get uh up to those four thousand do you feel do you need to take any supplements like a protein shake or a weight gain or anything like that? Yeah. So um, if we count the amount of scoops of protein I take in a day, it's, it's four scoops of protein in a day. Wow. So um, post-workouts, I always two. Um, and then my breakfast, I have one scoop. And then I have a meal replacement shake that I mix together, which I just finished a little right before we got on this call. Yeah. Um, that also, that's a, so everything else, all three of those are all uh, uh, protein ice or isolate. And then the one that I have for my uh, meal replacement shake is just a meal replacement uh, powder. Gotcha. Okay, cool. So I think, uh, you know, the, for a lot, a lot of people often ask me, do you take supplements and anything like that? And I, I don't, I, I don't even take like pro, protein shakes or anything, but I do feel like they, they, they serve a good purpose for especially 
if you're on the road and you're just absolutely if you haven't had it did you did you take protein shakes and stuff like that when you were on the road flying did you find those helpful for you like yeah absolutely um always i mean i've always been like a post uh workout protein shake person right yeah and then um yeah they they help me it's quick calories especially like you're squeezing in a quick workout before you're gonna go fly and then you you chug your protein quick and you're good to go yeah yeah i totally agree i think you know, from what I've heard from other people before is that they, they say you shouldn't consume those supplements if you're not actually doing all these workouts, right? Because you're now you're getting extra mm-hmm. stuff that doesn't need to be replaced because you're not exercising. Yeah. But yeah. that's not that's not my forte. But that's just what I've that's what I've heard. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think as a necessary means, especially for the the necess- the rigorous exercise that you're doing, it's totally, totally like needed, right? You feel like a big yeah, difference. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and again, I, things have changed my as as we we've been progressing along here, right? And just getting my body. Even when we started bodybuilding, like I started off at twenty eight hundred calories back in March, and we just kind of slowly added okay. on top of it every few weeks, just to because we're in a bulking phase right now, and I think we're gonna, we're we're gonna start cutting here in about a month, and uh, that'll be okay. pretty doing about an eighteen week, sixteen week cut, so. Oh man. So, so gradually you're going to have to cut, start cutting back on some calories. Yep. Yep. So it's, it, it's going to be a process. Uh, I, it'll be my first like actual cut. Um, but I've gained 20 pounds since March. Holy moly. Damn. Dude. Started, yeah. Started, yeah. Started March. Nice. Nice. So you're doing a lot of like low rep, heavy weight, a lot of it's, rest in between. It's yeah. It's, I mean, it's a lot of it's been tempo um a lot of um and we do some uh we do a little bit of german volume training uh nice forget what is my coach it's uh i just finished a six-week program last week and every day ended with seven reps of 15 or excuse me seven sets of 15 reps with 30 seconds of rest in between wow so that that, oh my god it's lightweight but you know right yeah still it's a killer yeah, absolutely. I just, I actually did uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was doing um, the 10 sets of 10 for the, yeah, for the volume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Dude, that is just like, I think, I think you're supposed to keep one same weight throughout the whole thing, but mm-hmm. I just, you know, I, I like to uh, do a ladder with it. So I'll go, yeah. I'll, I'll go up and then about set five, I'll keep that for like three, four more sets. And then I'll, I'll come back down on that last one. Cause dude, ten, you're on the 90th set, like 90th rep. You're like, all right, I'm like, I can't anymore. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, but it's, it's dude, my legs. And I usually only do German volume training with big muscle groups, right? Chest, yeah. back and legs. And dude, my legs just felt like immense. Crawling, crawling right. out of the gym. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I mean, my legs are not that big. They're strong, but they're like genetically, they're just not that big. But you feel how strong those those legs are. And the, I think I went to go play soccer the next day. I was like, bro, I can't, like, I can't cut. Like, I, yeah. you know, I was so stiff. I'm like, I need to go stretch out. But um, that's really cool, man. That's really cool that they're incorporating different types of of exercise modalities in your program as well. And I think you you mentioned something really really great of that gradual, right? That's the key thing, gradually doing uh not just for the for the exercises but for the meals the calories and everything i think that's that's really really awesome i think that you you uh definitely have mastered 
in in your realm the fitness that fits for your lifestyle um if there's anything that you feel like is very great for you that you benefit from so much that you would love to share with us that may help somebody else um you know let, let us know we'd let we we love to hear anything in terms of you know what you do at, at hotels or how you meal prep can you share some of those things with you with us yeah yeah so i would say you know just like whether it's on the road or not what for you even what are people's biggest apprehensions of going to the gym they're 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 scared they don't really know what to do they, they're afraid how people are going to look at them all all contrary beliefs when I see someone in the gym, I'm like, hell yeah, man, like kill it. Like I love, I love seeing people in the gym. I love seeing people getting healthy and I'm always willing to help people out in the gym. So if you're scared to go to the gym, don't be scared. We're, we're all good people. Most, most of us are good people. I'd say like 90, yes. 95%, 99% of us are awesome people. Yeah. Oh man. I love that. That is, that is really, really great advice. Exactly. Like 90 something percent of us are, are super nice and, and just, just because you're there and you don't know what you're doing, don't think that people are judging. They actually are probably, Absolutely. maybe they're probably maybe even looking at you to see if they should actually maybe try to help you, but they may not want it to intervene. Uh, so you, you know, um, occasionally you do get the one or two assholes that are out there, but don't, <laughs> don't pay attention to that. You know, they're, yeah. they're not there for your life and everything. So, but that's, 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 that's really great advice. That's really great yeah. advice. And, yeah. And then, and the, the, I'd say the last thing is if you are really not sure what to do, uh, at least get, get in there, move your body, go on a treadmill, do something and get a coach. Um, that'd probably be my biggest thing. Get a coach that lines up with your beliefs and lines up with what goals that you want to do. And that's going to help you immensely, no matter what your, your goals are in fitness, it's going to propel you forward. Dude, that is, that is awesome. Really, really great advice. And that's, that's totally what I would recommend as well. Uh, ben, thank you so much for being on the show today, man. It was a true pleasure getting to know you, getting to learn a little bit about your lifestyle and how you incorporate some of this fitness in your lifestyle. Um, hopefully somebody or some people can take some stuff from today's episode and, and apply it to their lifestyle. And it may just awesome uh, work out. And so you're on Instagram, right? It's uh, Ben Falk or Fit Pilot Ben. Yeah. Fit Pilot Falk, right? I just I just did a little revamp of the uh, <laughs> of my Instagram, so kind of tailoring a little bit more towards fitness with all this bodybuilding stuff going on. So, yep, uh, Fit Pilot Falk, F A L K. Awesome, thank you so much, everybody. If you want to follow and, and see their progress, Ben shares some really great stuff on his Instagram as well, and it's really cool to keep up with just everybody's life and lifestyle. Um, and how they're incorporating fitness in their aviation life. Ben, thank you so much, man. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thanks for having me, man. Switch.